You are, you are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. business. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Josh Felber, where we uncover the mindset and the success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business today. I'm super honored and excited for today's guest. Man, welcome to the show. Yeah, Thank you for coming baby. on, buddy. <laughs> Known each other for a long time yeah. and just honored and so appreciative that you're able to come on here today and share your insights with our audience and uh, just help raise everybody to the next level. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so um, just, man, you just have such an in-depth background and just all the different things that you've accomplished throughout your life and everything. And I think just starting off initially, um, I want to talk a little bit about what goes through your mind, kind of what are your strategies mm -hmm. that have helped you excel over the last several years, growing um, you know, eight-figure-plus businesses, mm -hmm. connecting with hundreds of thousands of people all around the world. Yeah. Um, I guess let's kind of start there, and then we can kind of like dive in deep in certain areas. Yeah, I think the number one thing, I, I, I love your show, and I love listening to that, that mindset conversation, and the number one thing is having that mindset of service. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Period. There, there, there is nothing else. People say, well, you know, it's, it's this or it's hunger or it's motivation or it's all that. And those are super important. I teach those. Sure. Right. But those unattached to service won't get you out of bed for 10 years. It's going to take to break through. Mm -hmm. They won't get you out of bed when the day sucks, when the business fails, when the campaign didn't work, when you get fired. Right. Like you have to have that thing of like, what do I want to give? What, like, what's the service I want to provide to my, mm. whether it's my customer or the world? So for some people, that service is, I want to make a difference. I want to change the world. Some sure. people, it's like, I just want to help people. So for some people, it's like, oh, I really, I'm passionate about giving them this tool or this product. Right. But if you are unclear about your service that you want to give, that is explaining why you are lacking the self-discipline on Wednesday to keep going. Sure. Um, and then, so, you know, you kind of mentioned some different things like, you know, serving the world or serving, you know, like you hear like Richard Branson or some of these guys talking, it's yeah. like, you know, transforming health or, uh, you know, making it so everybody has, you know, is, you know, shooting, going rockets to the moon kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, those are huge, but, you know, for like all those everyday people that are just out there grinding it, yeah. they have their business, you know, what is that look like and yeah. how like you really figure out what that service is? Because, I mean, the one guy here, you know, maybe somebody watching, they have a six or seven figure business and, yeah. but they're like, they don't even have that for, like mindset of like, oh, well, I want to go help a million people. Right. It's but, not, it's not about the, don't think about quantity, think about okay. quality, right? You own a cupcake store. The woman walks in to get the cupcake. How do you want to be of service to this person? Mm, doesn't mean go. you need to okay. change their life and talk about their marriage <laughs> and give them a cupcake. It just means think about how to provide exceptional value and service to the people that you're serving. Because you're already serving okay. people. You're already doing something with them. Right. Now, deepen that relationship, deepen that engagement, deepen that experience that they have with you, and that will geek you out. Mm. If you obsess about their experience sure. and the service that you give them, you'll build a business that is un. Like, it just like cannot be stopped. It's right. unstoppable. But I it like takes that. that thinking of like obsessing about how to be of service to them, sure. but also making sure you connect to that every day. Because what people okay. do is, well, yeah, I want to do great for the customer, but they're not connecting with the feeling of that every day. Everybody okay. I've worked with, the, the biggest breakthrough I've had as a high performance coach 
and I've gotten to coach some of the world's most successful people, literally. Right. Like people, covers of magazines, billionaires, <laughs> Olympians. And after everybody gets some success, where their family is sustained, they're confident about their next couple of years, sure. you really get down and you're like, what do you want? What do they really want? Everybody wants greater feeling okay. of the day and greater feeling of the mission. They wanna, they wanna feel life again. Right. And that will keep them motivated. And I bring that up because if you don't take a moment to have an intention each day to feel the fulfillment that you can have right. of serving this person with excellence, then what you do is you go to work, you get your stuff done, you go through the motions, sure. and in three years you're burnt out and miserable because you forgot to feel the journey, right. you forgot to feel the joy and the obsession of doing great for somebody. Okay. Like, I want to do great for my students. Like our whole, you know, right. my whole oh, thing yeah. is we have students. I'm like, how do I provide such exceptional content to them? And I obsessed about that for years, as you know. I'm, right. I'm, I'm the oh, content yeah. guy. Yeah. But I also failed along the way sometimes okay. to think of like, how do I obsess about every interaction, every experience they have, every touch point they have to make sure that that service is through and through right. where they're like, oh my gosh, Brendan's brands. So tell us about like that failure and kind of like what, yeah. how you actually realized it and then was yeah. able to make a change. I relied that. on my strengths okay. versus the service mindset. Meaning, what am gotcha. I good at? Like, what, what do I take joy in? What am I good at? I'm like, oh my God, I love content. I love to right. teach. You know, I, oh I'll, yeah, <laughs> marketing, teaching, Anything in the that, world. Yeah. I just want to teach. <laughs> I am a teacher. I've been a teacher from day one. All, like, the books come from the teaching. Sure. The seminars, the online courses, the coaching, it all comes from the teaching. Right. And I'm a teacher because I'm a student. And so I learn, I learn, I learn. I share, I share, I share. I, I summarize, I summarize, I synthesize. I put it in your life. But... That's only one aspect of the service was the customer. Sure. I obsessed okay. about the content because that's what I geeked out on. But I right. had to ask, not just what are you good at, but what do they need? What's mm. the bigger thing that they need? And serve more of that okay. and ask, how can I do that with real excellence? So for, you know, you've been to our seminars. Right. I could care less about registration process <laughs> at our seminars because I'm going to get you in that room. I'm going to transform your life. Sure. But you know what? That's an important touch point. Right. Let's do registration better than anyone else does ever. What does that look like? That service to them is well beyond my competencies or even my cares, because I'm just like, I don't care about name badges, but let's be best at that, yeah. all right? So you have to figure out how do you serve beyond your strengths in order to create that brand connection and that overall service to them that really makes a difference. Okay, no, that makes sense. And then kind of take a step back, you said something about, uh, under, or, uh, understanding the, um, uh, like, or connecting that joy or connecting yes. that, you know, passion of yeah. what you're getting every day. What do you, what does that look like for you or what kind of process do you go through to yeah. be able to create that? So like, yeah. I want to serve my, you know, customers with the best, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But how is that? How do you connect that yeah, part of it? It's very intentional. I don't rely on my morning attitude. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a morning person. So well, I have to have a... I, when you said that to me, I was like, sweet. I was never really either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl. It's just how I'm built. But right. I don't... I never rely on my mood to dictate how well I show up. Okay. Meaning I have to get myself in a place to be of service. Sure. Because I'm naturally... Like, I'm a pretty chill guy. Right. Like... I got to turn on and like get my mindset in the right place to be exceptional. 
And so that starts with me in the morning. I have the high performance planner and the high performance planner is just what I used to, you know, I used to do this on napkins and papers and, <laughs> word, and now I put it together in a fancy sure. thing, but it's like, there's questions in there that are, that are like mindset prompts. Right. Like, you know, one thing I can get really excited about today is dot, 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 dot. One person who I could surprise today mm, with appreciation right. or value is I like that one dot, 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 yeah. dot, dot. Um, one thing that might trip me up or stress me out today is dot, 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 dot. And how I could handle it is dot, dot, dot. One bold move or ask I could make today is mm. dot, dot, dot. So I have, like, I think everyone should do this, whether you have a high performance planner or not. Like, write down prompts like that for your morning that you look at every morning that gets you jazzed, grateful, appreciative, or engaged with the day. Okay. And sure. because I do that every day, I'm ready. And it's almost become like a natural process yes, now. Yes, yes. you've done it so it, much. Morning prompts like that right. trigger your best behavior throughout the day. Sure. If I just wake up and I wander into the world, I'm going to be a moody <laughs> bastard. Like I just, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to be impatient. I'm going to be like, I'm going to go through the motion. Because it's like one reason that people are miserable in their life is because they're good. And so they're able to get through with going through the motions. That's so they're good. They're, yeah. they're talented. They have strengths. They've succeeded. They've out, you know, they make more than their family or their peers. Sure. They're good. They can show up and just wing it and be good. And then they're going to night, going to bed every night, existentially unfulfilled. Right. Because they okay. didn't push themselves to be their best that day. And the only way to push yourself to be your best is to start with the intention. Sure. And trigger that intention to go do that. Because everyone can walk up to the, you know, the starting line and get excited about the race and run, but I'm going to bet on the person who's, go, who's at that starting line who's going to go, I'm going to win this race for my mom. I'm going to win this race right now for my spouse. This is my future. This is my time. I'm ready for this. I have trained for this. I want to get there faster than these other people. I am going to work at this. I am here. I'm at the right time. This is my moment. Bam! Boom! Right. That person I bet on. Everybody else shows up and, and hopes they're conditioning. Oh, I trained enough and they get the line. Let's go. Oh. And they run like hell. Right. But they don't win. And that's the difference. You have to prime your mind. You have to set that intention and you need a discipline for it because you won't do it. You, if you're good, you know you can just show up and fake it. Like I came in here. Right. Before I came in here, I don't know if you saw, there was a bathroom across the way. Oh, yeah. I went in that bathroom. I bounced in, in my place. I take <laughs> 10 deep breaths. I said, okay. Go be the best of you for these people. You have an opportunity to serve. Sure. I don't need to yeah, do that. I, no. I've done a million sure. meetings. I can just show up and be like, I winged it. Yeah. No, you prepare yourself mm -hmm. to be your best. Otherwise, you show up and you don't know it. Right. But you're mediocre. Yeah. You don't know it and you show up at the end of the day and you're unfulfilled. Sure. Oh, yeah. So I think these are mindset things that really make the difference for people. Well, it was interesting you say that because like, this morning I woke up. And I'm like, man, why today? And I had like, I slept weird on the pillows. I had yeah. this massive oh, headache. I texted my buddy who's a chiropractor. He didn't get back to me. And so in here while Mike was out doing stuff, I'm like, okay, wait, tapping solution. I was just listening to that with my kids. Yeah. Let me go through the tapping solution. Let's get my mindset right. And, you know, like I got to serve Brendan the best that I can. I got to serve my audience the best that I can. Yeah. And went through that whole thing, just like you were talking about. Yeah because I have to be on point. I know to be able to serve and I can't sit here and let whatever is stewing around in my neck and my head bother me. That's right. And what you did unconsciously in different phrasing, sure. but to give phrasing to everybody else, is you have to ask yourself in the morning, who needs me on my A game today? Right. 
you have to ask yourself, why is it necessary for me to show up with excellence today? Mm, yes. Otherwise, you will just go through the motions. Right. Because what we do is we go to homeostasis, which is self-protected or selfish. Sure. Oh, right? Yeah. And when we're in that space, we're looking for comfort and ease. Right. But growth has never been about comfort and ease. It's been about challenge. It's been about intention. It's about going for it. And so we have to learn to get ourselves there. Right. Because... Listen, I believe in going, like, like right now, people say, yeah, but Brandon, that's, 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 that's force, that's whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. Being in flow requires challenge. Like, For literally, sure. the psychology oh, yeah. of flow, if you read the book from Mihaly, she sent me high, yep. he talks about the necessity of a challenge to be in authentic flow. Sure. Oh, yeah. Because you can't be in, people, like, creatives, I'll say, well, Brandon, you know, are you saying I should try hard? I say, no, you should have the intention to try. And then when you get there, fully engage, whatever that means for you. I know for me too, just to really get into my best flow, I have to do some kind of like high intensity something in the morning, mm. working out, uh, whatever that may be. Um, and then what's weird sometimes too, because I'm an introvert, I'm an INTJ, so like, you know, I, mm. like, I get in the shower sometimes and then all the amazing ideas flow to me. Yeah. It's, it's that yes. de or, um, decompressing my brain and letting it relax for my brain to actually flow. Yeah, absolutely works. It absolutely works. So people have to have that balance of those recharge and recovery moments. Right. And those moments of like being in the game. Sure. And so much of what people don't realize is you're always in the game. Everything you're doing now yes. is preceding that next thought. Right. Everything you're doing, you know, four hours ago is, and what you put in your body four hours ago is preceded the energy you feel now. And I tell people, you don't realize you're always a little bit in training. You're always, sure. you're always setting yourself up for success or failure. And it doesn't mean you have to be like on all the time. It just <laughs> means be deliberate and thoughtful about your habits and what you're doing throughout the day so that you can quickly call forth your genius that you can like quickly that. Yeah. and easily flow into the things with your most exceptional side, that you can be intentional and thoughtful and kind with other people because you are in touch with your full humanity, because what most people are doing is they're so disconnected from their body, so disconnected from their sure, mind. because they're just going. And they're running, they don't realize it, but it shows up in their life, they're running in an avoidant strategy in their life, mm. right? And avoid, because avoidance yeah. feels amazing, avoidance, is a great short-term strategy sure. to guarantee comfort and safety. Wow. And yeah. avoidance is also a great long-term strategy to guarantee suffering, mm. right? So yeah. avoidance yeah. now no, feels good. Right. Avoidance later will <clears throat> wreck your life. Sure. If you keep avoiding life, and what most people are doing is they're avoiding their absolute best. They're avoiding it because the absolute best requires them to put it out there a little bit more. Right. The absolute best requires them to like use their brain harder, their physical body harder. It requires to be absolute best. You know what requires you? Self-evaluation. How right. do I, you know what? The yeah. reason most people are scared of their best isn't because they don't think they have enough. It's because they know they're going to judge themselves more. Mm. And people are terrified of judgment. And so that's more like into that whole self-awareness yeah. part. Yeah, we were going to get yeah. done. You and I, yeah. here's why. Yeah. I'm, like, we're great friends. Right. And you're an unbelievable high performer. Well, thank you. I know we will finish this. <laughs> I know without even, like, uh, we'll finish this. I'll go to my next thing. You're going to do other things, right? Right. But I, I know you. And high performers, you're going to go, how'd I do? 
I die after every single How'd I do? Him. Did I kick some <laughs> ass with Brendan today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. After every single one, I ask him, and then I look at myself, and I'm like, okay, what did I miss? What did yes. I should have I covered and better? That, and that will inevitably bring some self-evaluation, and self-evaluation for any human who has humility brings up some dissatisfaction. Mm, Meaning right. like, you know, I could have said that, could have done that. But the difference is you and I, we don't hate ourselves about it, we don't beat ourselves up about it because we've sure. done it so often. Right. But for most people who've never engaged with their best, when you start asking them to do that, that first levels of self-evaluation and self-awareness where they're like, ooh, I'm not that good, or ooh, I didn't handle that well. It's so discomforting to them sure. that they pull back. And now they're living an avoidance strategy and they don't even know it. They're avoiding their best. Yeah. They're avoiding their best, not because they're not capable, but because they're scared of evaluating themselves and the feelings that come up from that. While some things seem to happen in the blink of an eye, like volatility and inflation in the markets, other things take time, like building a successful startup or perhaps creating a great piece of art. I'm no artist myself, but it could be foolish not to recognize the existence of art as an asset class. Billionaires have been investing in the art market for centuries, while some of us have been sticking with the classic 60-40 equities and bonds ratio. But get this, there's finally a way to get access to the investment of the ultra-high net worth investor without being one. With the $1 billion fintech startup Masterworks, using data and technology, Masterworks is democratizing the art market. They've transformed a centuries-old asset class so that everyday investors can invest in blue-chip pieces from iconic artists like Warhol, Picasso, Banquist to add to their portfolios. And the best part, it only takes a moment to invest in blue-chip artwork on their platform. You can get started at masterworks.art, A-R-T, slash, making bank. My listeners get priority access to their latest offerings just go to masterworks.art slash making bank. See important disclaimers at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. So maybe like what are a couple points to allow us to be able to provide a, I guess, a quick and quick self-evaluation yes. to be able to really say, hey, here's a self-assessment. Here's where I'm at. Yes. And here's how I can be better. Because um, I'm what, obsessed about this. That's why. That's why yeah. I figured. That's why I'm asking you. Because I know for me, like over the years, one of the biggest things, especially when I was real young, and I think it's really served me well, is I've never had that like fear factor. Like mm. oh, going into a business. Oh well, I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. I don't see that. Like my wife running our business, she's like, oh well, okay, this, where that. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. What, I mean, I don't even think about that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Sometimes they so, discover great things being in that worry mode, but sometimes true. it can also trip up the performance. It just depends. Right. On how they and for us, it's a good balance because right. she sees sometimes I'll I like that. Ah, whatever. I'll just move it. You know, yeah. right, that's nothing. Let's just keep going yes. and yes. and everything. Yes. So. What would be some of your things that you've come up with that be able to get that self-assessment? Yeah. Self uh, it happens every night, and it happens at the end of each week, and it happens at the end of each month. Okay. So every night, uh, and I codified this into the high-performance planner eventually, some of my perspective, but we also did the research of the world's highest-performing people. Sure, because you have a book that's all focused on yeah. all the high-performance research yes. and everything. Yeah, it's called High-Performance Habits. It's <clears throat> the biggest study that's ever been done on right. high-performers worldwide. And... I learned a lot about like how they speak to themselves and what they ask themselves and how they evaluate. And so it was very clear that at the end of each day, they do it. Sometimes it's unconscious. Sometimes it's very deliberate and written out. But sure. they're essentially asking, okay, this day, what was great about it? 
This day, where did I not do as well? This day, what did I learn about somebody else? What did I learn okay. about myself? What did I learn about my team? What did I learn about my business? Sure. They're, they're connecting with what they learned that day. Right. And that's a real big part about it. Okay. Um, they're asking, uh, you know, how could I have handled this little thing better? And they're asking, like, did I enjoy it? Right. Was I fully here? Was I alive? Was I present with it? Whatever it is, in some ways they're asking those types of questions. Um, in the High Performance Line, I also put, here's the six major habits we found from research matter the most, and you score yourself on them. So I score myself. Then at the end of the week, I... So you're uh, doing that on a daily basis. I do that on the daily. Okay. Then every Sunday, I do my weekly review on okay. Sundays. And I look back to the week, and I ask very similar questions about the week. But at the end of, on every Sunday, I look at the 10 major areas of my life. 10 major areas of our life are things like mind, body, mission, okay. family, friends, uh, adventure, finances, uh, you know, these types of things. Right. So I look at 10, and everyone should have their measure, you know, their, their blocks of things that they look at every week. And then I score myself on a score of one to 10. Okay. So maybe that week, my friends. You didn't You know what, I didn't see anybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a three. I'm a good friend, <laughs> but I really wasn't, I, I didn't do it. I'm a three out of 10. Right. But you know, maybe my mission, I crushed it that week. I'm a nine. And so I, if you score yourself every week, Right. You will get better. It doesn't mean it won't be sometimes disheartening, discouraging, or, you know, frustrating. Sure. But being aware is half the game. But most people For don't sure. schedule awareness. Mm. So then, so at the end of the week, you're scoring. Are you then looking at those daily scores to then give you a week score? Yeah, I flip back. Okay, for me. yeah, yeah. I That's what I was... Everyone thinks I made the High Performance Planner to make something new to sell. Right. I did it because I had printouts and pieces of paper all over my house all the time. My wife is like, this is crazy. <laughs> well, and you know, I know when we come in, you always have us writing on little different sheets and we have yes. like 10 sheets yes. for all these things and, yes. and everything. So it's cool that it's all combined yeah. for sure. Real brilliance happens by recording. Real progress happens by measuring. Like you can't, you can't measure what you you can't manage what you don't measure. Right. These types of things. Like you need to engage more. And so many people, they literally at the end of the day, I'm like, you need five minutes reflection, man. And so that's but what we're looking at. Five minutes. At five, at ten five minutes, minutes doesn't matter. Morning, I do, I do minutes. twenty minutes. Okay. Because I'm a hot mess. So I need that. <laughs> I need a little self coaching and self awareness right. at the end of the day. Right. And I have pretty busy days, and I really want to debrief and get better. And that intention is so pure. Sure. I just, I just want to get better because I've been a sad person in my life. I had depression. I was suicidal. I have been bankrupt. I have been broke. I have been a bad teacher. I have been, you know, a, a crappy, you know, uh, brother, son, spouse. Like I, I'm aware right. that I'm human, and I'm also aware though that I think that we've all been put here on like for a purpose. Sure. And part of that purpose is growth, and part of that purpose is connection, mm -hmm. and part of that purpose is the creative joy of doing things. And I, I have a lot of creative joy in doing things, but I'm not always great at connection. Right. I'm not, I wasn't always great at growth, but those are areas I identified. I was like, I, I can get better at those things. And when I get better at those things, I feel better. A lot sure. of people who are, yes. they, like, I feel miserable. I'm like, then get better. Wow. Yeah, no, it's because most people just kind of sit and stay in misery. Yeah. So they stew on their past, but I'm like, never limit your future vision for you and your family based on your past or your current circumstances. Right. You could be broke right now, but in a year from now, you can have financial abundance.
You can be fat oh, yeah. and miserable and suffering right now with your bag of potato chips and seven seasons of Netflix and you know forty sodas and ninety beers. We, you know, I, hey, listen, I had a, I that was my, I had years like that. It's like, and a year later, you can be fit, active, energized, right. healthy, ready for the day. These are choices and decisions and intentions. Sure. And it starts with that intention of I want to be better, but often it, for other people. The way it has to be is, I want to be better for other people. Right. That's why I say, like my transformation in life, you know, with Denise, my wife, right. was when I had to say to her, or when I had to watch her sleeping in our bed, and I had all my bills on the bed. Right, stacked up. And, and so my woman is sleeping under my bills. Mm-hmm. And boom, it like cranked my heart, and I was like, mm. and I was like, I don't want that for her. None of us want our own, I always say, none of us want our own inaction or lack of discipline sure. to cause suffering or pain in our loved ones. And I had to face it. My inability to get stuff done right. was hurting my wife and me and our lifestyle and her joy of life. And I was like, no, get better, Brendan. Like, if you won't do it for your lazy ass, do it for her, because <laughs> she deserves it. Your kids deserve it. Mm-hmm. Your spouse, your partners, your parents, your loved ones, the people who you could serve, they deserve the best of you. And you gotta be honest and go, am I trying for them? Right. Because a lot of people, they'll say they're trying, but they're they're not. not. Look at their hours, look at their days, look at their intention. They're going through the motions. They might be doing work, but as you hear me say all the time, there's a difference between busy work and your life's work. So they're showing up, but they're not showing up mission-driven. Yes. For other people. I am mission driven for other people. Like I want to do a good job for you today because you're my buddy. Thank like you. there's nothing there's <laughs> yeah. nothing here. There's nothing this here I'm walking and I'm like, I'm Brendan Burchard. This is self-promotional for me today. It's like <laughs> right. you're my friend. You said, Brendan, can you do this? And I'm right. like, I'm gonna do a great job for my friend today. Yes, thank you. Um, no, and I know we only got a little bit of time left because you got meetings and we gotta finish rocking this out. Um, so working with all the different high performers you have, billionaires, I mean you people for like Oprah and everybody. Yeah. What, um, so we got self-awareness, intention, um, serve, you know, service. What are some of the, like, let's say the top three piece, uh, congruent pieces you found between all these that make them operate at such a high level that have got them, you know, from a mindset standpoint, got them to where they are and maintain where they are today? Yeah, I would say number one, uh, and, in addition to everything we talked about, especially sure. the service element. Right. Number one, ambition. Okay. They are hungry for more, and most importantly, they have unlocked that mindset thing called permission mm. to strive for more that's beyond their circumstances or where they've ever been or what's possible. Sure. Their ambition is not tied to other people's permission. Okay. They've unlocked permission for themselves to go for big things and dream big things that are literally not possible right now. Right. Oprah's existence was not possible at every step of her career, but she allowed ambition for something more. There's a great book right now. Um, I'm gonna mess up the uh, the name. It's, uh, it's uh, by Dor- Doris Goodwin, I believe it is. Kearns, okay. I think it is. Um, and she wrote a book on leadership about FDR, um, Teddy Roosevelt, okay. Lyndon Johnson, and Abraham Lincoln. And her finding was the greatest leaders of our time, her, uh, her thesis, they had ambition that was uncommon mm. and resilience that was uncommon. Resilience, oh wow. 
Okay. It's sure. a whole book. It's 400 right. pages. Read it, guys. But that's what. That's what <laughs> um, but I've found that same thing true in coaching some of the most and training some of the most spectacular entertainers and performers of our time. Like people are like wowed by. They have an ambition that drives them that is unmoored to other people's permission or expectations or even their reality. Right. And that dreaming, other people call it vision. But like some people have vision, but they don't have the ambition. Right, there's two separate, you, There's think, There's yeah. a hunger there that is attached sure. to that. I would say that's one. Number two, competency. Okay. They get good at their craft. And they are intentional about getting it better. Like you, right. I'm going to be a better interviewer. I'm going to get better at interviewing. I'm going to get better. Like that intention to grow competency because with competency comes confidence. Right. As you learn and are able to do more, you try more that has uncertainty because you know sure. you can master something <laughs> and then you get more confidence. When you get a little more confidence, you'll try more things that you don't know how to do. Right. Which will give you more competency. So we call it the confidence competence loop in my high performance research, right? And then, so they got ambition, they got competency. competency. Third, community. Okay. They got a good tribe. They built a big tribe around them. They got a good tribe. And many of them did not certain. have it. Yes. And yeah. what most people say is, well, Brandon, my spouse doesn't support me. These people don't believe in me. They're making fun of me. And they, they stop. Right. And it's not like you have to get rid of everybody who's negative in your life. Instead, just go, okay, I need to build the community mm. that will make me support. feel positive and support me and give me the intel I need to succeed. Right. And like, I didn't, where I grew up, I had no influencers. I had no, you know, outside of my mom and dad and a teacher named Linda Ballou. Because you grew up in school. a big town. Yeah, I grew, I grew <laughs> up tiny little towns. I didn't have, I didn't know millionaires. I didn't know, uh, you know, video people, social media people, trainers, teachers. I didn't know business people. Sure. Well, you don't have to know them. You have to build that community. Right. So go volunteer. Get around the successful people in your community. Go networking. Go to the conferences. You and I, uh, we, we probably met at a conference. I can't even remember. It was yours. Oh, <laughs> there it is. So it's like... 10X. You know, that, 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 yeah, 10X publishing. Okay. 214. Yeah, 10X Empire. So it's, yeah, so it's like, yeah. it's about having that intention to go out and get around people who lift you higher. Like, sure. I'm surrounded by people who are incredible. You're incredible. I'm going to go meet with my buddy Randy after this, who's like an amazing human being who, who makes me want to be a better human being. He's more enthusiastic than me. <laughs> oh, I yes. mean, it's like, oh my God, yeah, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I just feel like you have to build that tribe. Don't complain you don't have it. Get to work building it. Yeah. Right? And I think if you, if you take a person with ambition, they develop mastery or competency, and you get them around the right people. That is the seeds for an uncommon level of greatness. Then everything after that is what are their daily, weekly, and monthly habits. And that's what we talk about in high performance habits. Okay. It's they seek clarity more often than underperformers. Sure. They generate energy by recharging right. and with intention more than everybody else. They raise their mindset necessity, which is why I love your show. They make it necessary for excellent performance. Mm. They focus on their productivity in doing specific things each week where they focus on the things that matter the most. 60% right. of their time is on the things that matter the most. 60% of their That's, work yeah. week. 60%, which most people aren't even close Anywhere. to. Yeah. They develop influence by challenging other people. And they demonstrate courage by sharing their real thoughts, feelings, dreams, visions, ambitions, and needs with other people. They speak up for themselves and they speak up for other people. These are what we call the high performance habits. The research showed those were the six most important things. So read high performance habits. It will lay it out for you. Because oh, I, I think yeah. after ambition and competency and community, you better nail those habits right. and then you're remarkable. Awesome. 
Um, we got probably like less than a minute left. So um, what's one question that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you, or maybe that nobody's ever asked you that you really want to answer and let our audience know about? Uh, no, you're great, man. I mean, it's always, you know, what are you working on that you're excited about? Um, you know, uh, but, but you know, sure. that, it's yeah. like, you already know that answer, so you didn't need to ask. It's like, for those who don't know, I launched a new podcast with my wife, Denise, called HPX Podcast. Yes. And I'm super pumped. It's a new learning journey for me, learning to work with my spouse. You know, we've been together oh, 15 yeah. years, but we've never <laughs> done something like this before. Together, yeah. But she's sold some of her businesses and has new free time. She wants to mentor more women. Uh, she's an unbelievable leader. And so we started HPX Podcast. And, and it's just, I'm fired up about it. It feels amazing to do. The community has really responded to it because we're kind of curating personal right. development, professional development, and business podcast. Sure. So we're playing episodes. We'll play this episode if you let us. For I mean, sure. We're like, Heck yeah. we're loving introducing my audience and a greater global audience to all these great voices. Right. And so it's super fun. And where, uh, and where can people, is it on iTunes then? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Anywhere, Spotify, it's there. iTunes. Yeah. It's called HPX, which stands for the high performance experience. Mm, Cause nice. that's what I think everyone <laughs> wants. We all want to live that experience where we are engaged and right. joyous and confident and all the things we talked about today. Sure. It's just hard. So you need new Intel. So that's why I started HPX Podcast, and I'm pumped about it. Other than that, man, I'm just pumped to see you doing your thing because you're just Super a pro. Cool. And where's the best place for people to find about you? Just brendanbrouchard.com? Yeah, brendan.com. Oprah had Oprah.com, so I was like, I gotta get, <laughs> I'm going to get me some brendan.com. So, uh, so brendan.com, or just listen to HPX Podcast, and you'll know from there. <laughs> awesome. And he's on all social media. Just, you'll find him on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Yes. Easy to find. Easy to find. <laughs> so, dude, such an honor today to have you on the show. Thank you for all the wealth of information. Uh, it's amazing, guys. I hope you guys go get your pens. If you didn't get your pens, grab two legal pads, rewind, watch, listen to this again, take so many notes, execute on what Brendan is saying. This micromillimeters of difference that he's talking about will transform your business and your life. So don't wait. Start right now. And then check out his podcast because he has amazing, just goes into depth, way more than what we did on this podcast. And it'll be able to help you level up, be the best you for yourself, as well as your family, as well as your friends, and just overall. So thank you again thank you, for coming on Making This is awesome, man. Yeah. Appreciate Woo! I am Josh Felber. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.